0: Hello and welcome to The Career Speakeasy, a casual, fun, and irreverent place to share ideas about career development, the world of work, and life in general. I'm your host and proprietress, Kelly Nottingham. Growing your career should not be boring, so come on in, pull up a chair, and pick your poison. Hello, everyone. We are broadcasting today from my little isolation station. In my home outside of Houston, Texas, we're in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic, and because of that, a lot of us are staying home as much as possible, and a lot of people are working from home, potentially for the first time, or they are stuck in their homes more than they normally are. So I thought that today I could spend a little bit of time sharing some ideas with you on how to make productive use of some of your downtime that you may be having since you're at home, Uh, potentially with uh, working spouses who are also at home, with your children that you're trying to homeschool, uh, with your pets who are thrilled that you are home all the time unless they're cats and then they're probably annoyed, and trying to work for a lot of you, trying to work remotely, trying to make life seem relatively normal in all of the challenge that we're dealing with right now with this health crisis. Um, So for a lot of us, this feels weird to have to isolate at home. Those of us who are extroverts, uh, we struggle a bit with being stuck uh, without an audience, um, without having people to talk to and interact with all the time. Those of you who are introverts are probably pretty thrilled and uh, hoping that this might be more of a normal for you to uh, not feel guilty about isolating yourself a bit more. Now, I don't want to make light of the seriousness of the situation that we have going on. This is uh, a lot that we're trying to absorb right now, a lot that everyone's trying to take in and protecting themselves and um, protecting their loved ones. And um, it's a time of feeling really uncertain. We have concerns about health of our families, our friends, our coworkers, ourselves. A lot of people are dealing with trying to ensure that people are healthy who are, you know, longer distance away from them. Uh, we have work stability issues. We have a lot of companies that are going online or trying to go online or struggling with an economy that is, is being forced to do business in a different way than that company normally does business. I was talking to a psychologist this morning about this, and she was saying that she thinks that this is going to create a new way of thinking as a society. This is not something that most of our generations have ever dealt with, any kind of serious pandemic like this. So we we have a lot of insecurity going on. A lot of people are concerned about their jobs. And so I wanted to provide some ideas for you if you are feeling maybe bored, you're feeling listless, or you're feeling helpless at home right now and are not sure what to do that that can help you move yourself forward, feel like you're making some good time productivity usage. Uh, Those of you who may have tendencies toward depression or anxiety, be sure to reach out to people. A lot of therapists have online resources and options. You Reach out to friends if you need to this time that we have right now instead of feeling frustrated instead of um, feeling hopeless, we can hopefully take some of that energy and turn it into something useful that can uh benefit ourselves, keep our minds busy, keep our maybe even our bodies busy, and help eventually the world at large through our efforts what we're doing right now, so for some of us. This is really hitting a reset button on our lives where we're being pulled out of our norm and are having to look at what we do and how we do it in a very different way. (laughs) For some of us, this shows how strong or weak our work and home routines are. If you're finding that you're suddenly at home and you're floundering a little bit with what you need to be working on, or you don't have a set routine for how you do things because everything's just sort of up in the air uh, with our calendars and with our lives, and it can be disconcerting. It can show us that maybe there are some places where we can grow in our home and life and work organization. If you listened to the last podcast, we talked about a bit about social media and perfectionism and how social media can create Uh, context for your life and it creates the environment that you live in. So before we get into specific career productivity tips for our topic today, I just wanted to throw this back out there. That if social media is making you feel bad or stressed or anxious, get off of it and do something to make you feel better. Social media can be helpful in sharing useful, true information. It is particularly proficient at sharing bad, untrue information and inflammatory information. And especially at times where you may be feeling stressed out right now, uh, it can actually exacerbate those feelings quite a bit. So I know a lot of folks right now are spending more time on social media because they have more time to spend on it. and feeling less connected, people are going on to social media more. And it's important to use it in a way that is going to benefit your life and your well being instead of becoming frustrated, angry, anxious or depressed or hateful because of it. So just uh, pay attention to that. And if you need to take a break from social media, take a break. Take a break from it. Go outside. Um, most of the stuff that you see on there, there's nothing you can do about anyway. So, do what you can to be productive in this time and to keep yourself moving forward. So, with that being said, I'm going to share some ideas for career productivity that we can hopefully put into place and use during times like this, but also during times maybe where you just are doing a staycation. You have a long rainy weekend and you don't feel like reorganizing your kitchen or whatever the case may be, and you want to spend some time working on something else. Or maybe you decide to take a mental health day from work and you want to brush up on some career development stuff. So here are some ideas for downtime career productivity. First off, a big one, dust off your old wrinkly outdated resume and update it. What have you done since that resume was written? Come up with some some key points that you want to add on there. Find a friend that can be your resume buddy and you can email resumes to each other to get feedback on them so that you're ready for anything that may come. Uh, For those of you in particular who are feeling a, a bit nervous or anxious about work stability right now, The best thing to do is take proactive steps to control something that you can control. One easy way to do that is to be prepared with an updated resume. So take a few minutes, I say a few minutes, take an hour, dust off your resume, update it, make it clean, make it understandable for people that are not in your industry if you're interested in maybe moving industries. There are lots of templates online that you can use to update resumes. I may do a podcast later about some tips for resume writing that can help put you on the right foot with that as well. Then you take that resume and you build out your LinkedIn profile. So let me tell you about a few cardinal sins that I see with people's LinkedIn profiles. We talked about the the evils, (laughs) the evils to be melodramatic, of social media. LinkedIn is actually a really useful site. It's got a lot of good stuff on there. For those of you who are not familiar with LinkedIn, I like to describe it as sort of professional Facebook, kind of. You have your professional profile. You can literally copy and paste from your resume into your profile on LinkedIn. The cardinal sins that I have seen with people's LinkedIn profiles. Not connecting with people is a big one. Don't wait for the world to come to you. You reach out to them. Number two is having an extreme minimalist profile where people do not understand what you can do. It has become de rigueur now for companies to look at people's LinkedIn profiles, and it is not uncommon for headhunters to go onto LinkedIn and look for people who fit a certain set of qualifications and reach out to them about jobs. So if you are feeling some insecurity about your job, or you think you just may want to change industries, you're having a bit of an epiphany about what you're doing while you're sitting at home and thinking, I really don't like this that much, build out your LinkedIn profile, let people know what you can do, and that will start the ball rolling with building your professional brand, which is really what LinkedIn is all about you can share information articles that you find that you find relevant you can even write articles on linkedin if you want to to build out your position as knowledgeable in your area cardinal sin number 3 that i see with linkedin is people putting up a photo that is not a professional type of headshot if you want to put a picture of yourself drinking tequila shots on the beach then the place to put that is not on LinkedIn. Please do not put pictures of your dog as your profile picture on LinkedIn, unless you are in fact a dog who is an actor. And in which case, good boy. And I'm assuming you're having somebody else type your profile for you. This is an opportunity for you to build your professional brand. And you need to put a picture up. It doesn't have to be staid and boring Non smiling headshot kind of picture, but put something that is not going to raise anybody's concerns about your professionalism. I'll just leave that there. The fourth and final cardinal sin I'll mention about LinkedIn is when you go in to update all of your LinkedIn stuff, if you have the settings set to let everybody know when you update your LinkedIn profile. Every time you change something, it's going to let your entire connection network know. So what I would recommend is going into your settings and turning off your notifications until you are ready to do the last one. And then you go ahead and turn it back on at that point if you want people to get that you have updated something. And then it will have all of your updates on your page, but it won't keep sending out notifications that you updated your profile. So as you're building out your resume and your profile on LinkedIn, you may realize that you have a couple of spots on your resume that uh, maybe feel a little bit weak. Maybe some spots in your professional portfolio of skills that you would like to develop out. Well, there are some great ways to do that. We have, as a gift of the internet, a lot of opportunities to learn And you can take online classes on a variety of topics, on a variety of sites. There's so many different ones. You can take classes actually on LinkedIn. They have some really great training programs on LinkedIn and classes on LinkedIn. Teachable is another one. You can also take online classes through a MOOC, which is a massive open online course, M-O-O-C. A lot of universities and professional organizations offer these. And these are not small names, people. Places like Harvard and Yale, my alma mater, Duke, a lot of places have these MOOCs that you can go on and take free online courses that will expand your knowledge base. Go out on the internet, research out there what's out there, use that time that you would spend scrolling on social media, and find some interesting stuff that will uh, that maybe grow your brain a bit. Next up is one area as we become more globalized as a society is to learn or brush up on a language. If you want to travel for work, if you are working in a company that may be going global or going international, or you would like to work for a company that's going international, you can learn new languages online in incredibly fun and interactive ways. There are lots of different programs to do this. The one that I use every day, it's part of my routine now, is on Duolingo, which is an app that I download on my phone. You can also do it on your computer. You can learn a multitude of languages, and Duolingo is by no means the only one, but Duolingo does have free options, so you can learn languages for free on there. I am currently learning Portuguese. You can also get your family involved in this. So if you have a spouse, you have a roommate that speaks a different language, or if your children are learning another language in school, you can have them help you learn that language and that can create some fun opportunities for some family time and family laughter as as your kids get to try to teach you how to say, where is the dog in Spanish? There are also tons of podcasts for career development, for different industries that you might be interested in learning more about. If you like audiobooks, you can listen to audiobooks online as well. One app that, again, these are all my personal recommendations. One app that I absolutely adore is called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y by Overdrive. This is an app of a little girl with a bow in her hair reading a book. It is a free app that you can download. And it connects to your local library card. You can go on and download books, magazines, regular books that you can read onto your device. Get them for a couple of weeks. And it will automatically return them. You can put books on hold. Uh, It's a wonderful, wonderful app. Absolutely love it. Highly recommend that. If you are able to get up, get outside, get some sunshine, move around a little bit, that can really help to relieve a lot of anxiety. And honestly, I think it can be a really productive time to let your brain relax and let your brain think. We as human beings tend to try, especially nowadays, to push so much into every hour of every day that we don't give ourselves the gift of thinking time, which is why we normally have our greatest ideas when, when we're in the car driving somewhere and we kind of zone out a little bit and start thinking of different things, when we're in the shower, when we're taking a walk, when we're doing something that doesn't require a tremendous amount of conscious brain power, that's when our brains are free to explore, free to think through things. This is something that we just don't give ourselves the luxury of anymore. So if you are dealing with some downtime, you may be dealing with this isolation situation that we're currently going through. You may be, again, just taking a day off for your mental health. I would encourage you, if you can, take a walk, go outside, or go do something physical that lets you relax in your brain. And think through some questions about your current career, your current job satisfaction, and just see the ideas that start to bubble up out of your mind. So here's some questions that you can ask yourself as you let your brain relax. Are you where you want to be with your career? What was your biggest work accomplishment last year? What is one big thing you want to accomplish this year? What about your job or industry excites you? What frustrates you? How are you feeling about your work right now? Is there something you'd like to learn in the near future? Who would be helpful to connect with professionally during this time? Think back to your childhood. Would your former child self be proud of what you're doing right now? What about the future retired version of yourself? Is that person proud of what you have accomplished so far? If so, what can you continue to do? And if not, what can you do to change it? So for our last call on this episode, I'd like for you this week to spend 15 minutes thinking about your career. Now, it's only 15 minutes. That's not a lot of time. But you cannot, please, cannot be on social media, not while you're watching television, not while you're trying to distract yourself with 17 different things. Take 15 minutes to think through where you are and where you want to be. And then I want you to do one thing. It doesn't have to be big. One tiny step to start moving yourself forward. So be careful, everyone. Be safe. Wash your hands talk to you soon. So I'd like to add one more thought onto this. I've seen social media posts that essentially are saying that by the time our isolation and quarantine period is over, that we should all apparently come out of our homes into the brightness of day, looking like Mr. or Ms. Olympia, speaking seven languages and having a master's in theoretical physics. Because if we didn't do a lot while we're in isolation, then we haven't been productive and we haven't been making the most of our time and we're being lazy. The suggestions that I've talked about in this podcast should be balanced with what I like to think of as it It really ties in with the Taoist principle of, of yin yang. Uh, I'm sure people have seen this image of the the circle with part of it is black and part of it is white. This represents the duality inherent in nature and in our nature. This is represented by light and dark, day and night, winter, summer, order and chaos. It represents also a way to think about our energy. The yin energy is reflective, introspective, quiet. The yang energy is outward moving, directive, productive types of energy in the sense that it is one way to think of it is it's to do and yin is to be. In times like this, where we're feeling some expectation of doing, and I personally, I I probably will end up doing a podcast solely on this concept. We live in a world today that predicates success and worthiness on productivity. What that means. We're supposed to do things, we're supposed to accomplish things, and not accomplishing, not doing, not being busy is often seen as a sign of laziness and unworthiness. I would be interested to see if this was the case in societies a thousand years ago. Our best ideas come to us when we are letting our brains relax. We're going into uh, that yin phase sometimes. That's when I know my brain starts to work a little bit better when I am driving and just kind of zone out or I'm in the shower or I'm cleaning or I'm doing something that allows my brain to relax a little bit and be more receptive, that yin energy. That's when my best ideas come. It's also when my brain has an opportunity to just relax. With this focus so much in modern society on accomplishment, we don't allow ourselves the luxury, and it has become a luxury in many ways, to do nothing. Even our leisure time has to be somehow productive. If you have a hobby, you need to monetize it. It's not enough to just sit and stare out a window. It's not enough to take a break and breathe. It's not enough anymore for us to read a book just for fun. So, as you've been listening to these ideas for things to do while you're in isolation to be productive, I would like to challenge you to do nothing if that is what needs to happen for you. If you are feeling overwhelmed and stressed and tired, exhausted, Give yourself some time to be receptive, to be that open energy that takes in. It allows your brain to digest. It allows your thoughts to process. Please take any commentary that people are making about being productive uh, during isolation or during quarantine times with the fact that they're trying to hopefully influence the world in a positive way. Bless their hearts. They're trying to help. But sometimes it's not helpful to hear those things, especially when we are dealing right now with a lot of shared anxiety, a lot of shared fear. It becomes very difficult to process anything. Uh, It becomes difficult to think. It becomes difficult to do anything when you're feeling in limbo, you're feeling lost, you're feeling insecure. And so if you need to sit with those emotions and sit with those feelings, do it. If you want to spend your quarantine time petting your cats and your dogs and playing shoots and ladders with your kids, then do it. That is not a failure. That is allowing your, your yin energy to come out. And it is allowing yourself to find some balance. Frankly, even the concept of sitting and finding balance right now is in itself a luxury. There are a lot of people right now who don't have that luxury. And so, you know, don't beat yourself up if you need to take a little bit of time. Be kind to yourself and let yourself utilize the time that you have right now in the way that is going to serve you best. All right. Take care. Bye. Well, thanks for joining me. If you have suggestions, feedback, or just something random you want to share, email me at careerspeakeasy at gmail.com. And come visit again soon. Cheers!